The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Can you guys make a case for the good of Casario just from a hope standpoint? Here's the, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of... I don't of, think anybody knows. No. Because what's his job? Would, would we have known, though, if they had hired the guy from Seattle? Or would we have known about no. him either? We, and that's the thing about GMs. You don't really know. All, you only know a GM when he's becoming a thorn in your side, like Bill O'Brien yeah. the GM did. And in this case, what the Texans want us to believe is all the problems went out the door when Bill O'Brien did. Yeah, which is not the case. Trevor Lawrence, who played 40 college football games in his career and won 38 of them. But he sucked in those two, AJ. It's so weird that we get that way, isn't it? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's so overrated. I'd take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence because of this one game. Trevor Lawrence had a great college football career. He didn't win a Heisman. He did Sean. No. But please, uh, about- don't diminish what Trevor Lawrence did. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. And, uh... You also missed my triumphant return to the studio. It was uh, a negative Rona test today after basically two and a half weeks in the hole. So uh, happy to be back. Totally fired up. And um, we talked a little bit about the, the Casario hire. I kind of want to get back to that for, for just a moment before we get into some of this other stuff. And it, it, if you missed it, we talked a lot about I wanted some positives. I wanted people to give me some positives to this hire. And, I mean, I, I, I can see where it might work out. But my problem is, this is clearly an Easterby decision. Or as I called him in my article on Sports Map, the Kenneth Copeland of the NFL. And I don't trust him. I don't trust him to make the right decision. And it's all because, and maybe this isn't fair. Well, I mean, it's not the only thing. DeAndre Hopkins trade, to me, unforgivable. Yeah. And, okay, try to blame that on Bill O'Brien. But you should have had the stones to step up and say, oh, no. But from what I understand, he's one of the guys who wanted rid of him. So, okay, that's a big X. Apparently, he was involved in a couple of these massive, ridiculous contracts, Zach Cunningham being one of them. Okay, that's a bad sign. Now this is your decision. And I'm assuming it's his decision and not Cal's. Because I just kind of feel like... just Cal, I just can't even... Imagine he makes decisions, to uh, be honest. uh, I think he just kind of waxes his mustache. And that being the case, I don't feel like this is going to work out. Uh, And I hope. So this is the thing. This is what I've been saying for years. I just hope they do this right. I hope they do that right. They never do it right. So why would this be the right thing? What have I been telling you all year? Man, if they get the right guy in there, they can fix this pretty quickly. Eh, No, I don't feel like they did. I feel I feel like all the hope 
that I had built up. Not all of it, because I still want to see what they do at coach. But why do I feel like they're going to do something I hate? Because that's what they do. I mean, historically, that's what this franchise does. Yeah, um, that's a problem. Because I guess, yeah, I was hoping, man, they're going to try something different here. Let's go a different direction. Let's do something new. This is not it. This is not it. This is not that day. Actually, I was going for uh, Marcus Aurelius had a vision of Rome. This is not it. Just a little gladiator there. Um, and uh, Aaron Little said, late, but glad to see you're Rona free, Fred. Yeah, thank you, man. Just happy to be back here. Fred just looks like he has a, a life-threatening illness. Yeah. He no longer does. No. I mean, unless you count leprosy. Because <laughs> something really important fell off this morning in the shower. No? Okay. 713-780-ESPN, your number is 713-780. Sorry, I left you hanging. I hate when you do that to me. But. It's okay. It's okay. It's just fine. I don't care. I'm in too good a mood today. All right. You can... Uh, Lane, you got whiskey? Yeah, a really good whiskey. And uh, two shots of that. That I'm feeling nice. That'll, and, get, you, that'll get you feeling right. I, I'm feeling nice and celebratory, sir. <laughs> um, so, a couple of things that I, that I wanted to get into that... Uh, we hadn't talked about yet, but your University of Texas um, tweeting out about the Heisman winner. Yeah, sort of an odd thing to do. Our, our new head coach worked on the offense that had two of the four Heisman finalists, which is true. I yeah. mean, and and I'm, I think Sarkeesian had a, a, he played a big role in that. But I, uh, I, no I, offense, but a train monkey could run that offense. Yeah, it's. I'll be honest. And, and I don't want to offend anybody by saying this, but I, I probably will. That's sort of an Aggie tweet. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> exactly. I thought the same thing. So it, it threw it threw me for a little bit of a loop. But I guess you're looking for positivity in any way you can find it at this point. Either that or they were doing it to approach a younger crowd, like recruits that have all started thinking about backing out after they lost, what, three or four high-profile recruits. Yeah. They're going, hey, those high school kids were on Twitter. Let's tweet this out going, hey, you could be a Heisman finalist because we got the guy who made him. Uh, well, guess who was apparently not on Twitter that day? Sam Ellinger. Because he's like, nah, I'm not going to come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think he was coming back anyway, but mm-hmm. Sarkeesian wasn't enough of a hire to make him go, yeah, let me let me run this bad boy back one time. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know if you can take credit for that. That's like Josh McDaniels taking credit for Bill Belichick's Super Bowls or Nick Casario. Um, the Hall of Fame, potential Hall of Fame uh, inductees is out. All right. Give me the list. I'll tell you Hall of Fame. Worth, or, or what, what do they do? They, they give the full list, then you pick they, five? They do 15 finalists. I think they do six. They can do up to six. Okay, give me the list. Uh, Peyton Forehead Manning. Uh, Locke. Don't even he's, – he's got one of the five spots. Uh, Charles Woodson. Okay. Calvin Johnson. Okay. Jared Allen. Okay. Rondé Barber. Mm, all right. Clay Matthews Jr. Those are all your first-time finalists. Okay. Uh, these are your uh, other finalists, and these are all guys that have been, uh, you know, up for it before. Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanica, Tory Holt, and I want to spend some time on that in a minute. Okay. John Lynch, 
Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, Reggie Wayne. Okay. Uh, what do you want to say about Tory Holt? Um, Are you going to make a case for him to yeah, be in? Yeah, because if you look at him compared to some of the other receivers that we've talked about, uh, won a Super Bowl. His numbers are right up there with everybody else's. And yeah, I, I, that's one of those things when you talk about Andre Johnson. Well, his numbers don't don't match up with a guy like Torrey Holt. Here's what I'll do. I'll allow him in as long as Calvin Johnson's in on the same ballot because Calvin Johnson was a better player than Torrey Holt. Yeah, but it's a Hall of Fame career. It's not just who the better player was. And Torrey Holt had the better career. It, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Isn't the Hall of Fame supposed to be the the greatest players in the history of the NFL? I know, but a career defines you, and you know, winning a Super Bowl is a big deal for for the Hall of Fame. It is, but I feel like it's a bigger deal for quarterbacks than it is for receivers. Um, I don't know. I get. I just look like it's hard for. Like, I I saw Tory Holt's entire career, and he was really good for a long time. Never did I think, oh my God, Tory Holt's one of the best two or three wide receivers who has ever played this game. Yeah, but that's not the Hall of Fame. There's a bunch of receivers in there. You can't say one of the two or three best to ever play. I think he was... He was uh, no, what I'm saying is I thought that about Calvin Johnson in his career. I thought... I don't know about that. I think he... I, I think besides Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, T.O., Calvin Johnson's the best wide receiver I've ever seen. Now, I didn't... I, I'm not as, as old as you. You probably saw some guys but that you maybe thought were better in the old days. I... I think in the last 25 years, it, it's almost inarguable. And it, like, there, there's nobody you're going to tell me who I saw and said, oh, yeah, even Julio Jones, who I think Julio Jones is great, and Julio Jones is going to end up having a better career than Calvin Johnson. I don't think Julio Jones was a better wide receiver than Calvin Johnson. Um, No, and I love Calvin Johnson, but, you know, again, it's it's not just – that's one where you have to say, well – how good was a guy for how long? And if, if he kept playing, well, I mean, we didn't say that about Barry Sanders. We didn't say it about Terrell Davis. Well, see, I don't think Terrell Davis belonged in there. I don't think he was great for long enough. Sanders is a different animal. Um, I agree. Barry Sanders was probably the best running back I've ever seen. But uh, on that same note, I, I feel that way about about Calvin Johnson. I, I feel like this is one of those guys that. But you know what? And now Calvin Johnson had more of a career than this guy, but. But Bo Jackson, when I saw Bo Jackson play, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And it just he didn't have enough of a, a, a body of work. That said, I think Calvin Johnson had enough of a body of work that people can recognize how great that he was. And it's not like he limped out the door like Andre Johnson, like playing the year with, with the Colts where he just yeah. stunk. Like Calvin Johnson left while he was the best receiver in the NFL, which is crazy, but that's the decision he made. Yeah, listen, I love the guy. I think that's going to be a, a huge debate in terms of whether or not he gets in. I don't know if I'd put him in. Uh, and, yes, he was that great. But, you know, he also had, even with that quarterback, they never could do anything. And, you know, at some point, don't you have to have some success on the field? You say with that quarterback. Yeah, Matt like he Stafford. got Matt Stafford the last few years. Most of his career was spent with John Kitnas and Charlie Batches, and he was still the best. Yeah, but they never never did anything once he got Stafford. Even you know that that's a, I mean I I I like 
I got to put some kind of on-field success in terms of team success. No, you don't, because Barry Sanders had no on-field success. And they made the playoffs a couple times with Sanders. The Lions made the playoffs a couple times. Making the mm. playoffs, that's what we're counting as on-field success now? Every- no, but, but Barry Sanders also was... I'm, I'm sorry, Barry Sanders was a far more dominant player than Calvin Johnson. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, know, I, I'm, I can't... I, I won't even hear that that uh, heresy. And... And also in a time when running backs were a hell of a lot more important than they yeah. are. I mean, well, now, right now, receivers are a hell of a lot more important. Yeah, but you, really starting with Torrey Holtz Rams is when the passing game became so in vogue that running backs are basically eh, whatever now. But I, I'm not putting Holt in. My, my point, though, was when you look at his all-time numbers, they are Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. Career-wise, and you throw a Super Bowl in there. Uh, I'll say that. But the, they also had Isaac Bruce, who also has those kind of numbers. And I, Isaac Bruce is fifth all-time in receiving yards. I think the only guy. 91 like, touchdowns. Like Manning is a lock. And I think Charles Woodson's a lock. I think everybody else is kind of in a a weird, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what people I, think. I'll, I'll tell you who I would like to see in there. Besides, uh, I think Alan Fanica was a I think damn so good too. offensive He'd be on my list probably. Um, beyond that, eh, I don't, I don't have a bunch. And Jared Allen is interesting to me, but I don't know that I put him in. But I also would have a shorter list than most people. Yeah, but I mean, in this thing, I think they they everybody picks five names. It's not like baseball where you can pick up to. Yeah, I, well, they they have a big argument over. Over the six, oh yeah, it's five guys and then the, the veterans committee. Yeah, which uh, Tom Flores in the coach category, and Drew Pearson is a senior candidate. Oh, they they're so yeah. desperate to get that in, even though nobody's ever wanted to vote him in. Yeah, he, he never was that. Uh, well, he cried, so he's, you got to put him in. He cried. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five ninety two five. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Now, I'm not going to uh, throw dirt on, on Calvin Johnson here, but you talk about how great his numbers were. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great for three years out of his nine-year career. He was pretty good most of the other years. Uh, his, and Now, keep in mind, early on, he had homeless guys stolen to him. But as a rookie, 48 catches, 756 yards. That's not anything special. Okay. Um, Second, I hate it when things start opening on your computer. Um, second year in the league, seventy-eight catches, thirteen thirty-one, twelve touchdowns. That's Damn, pretty good. It's a good year. Uh, Two thousand nine, less than a thousand yards on sixty-seven catches, played okay. fourteen games. Two thousand ten, eleven hundred and twenty yards on seventy-seven catches. Basically, what Brandon Cooks did this year. Here's where he was dominant for three years, from twenty eleven to twenty thirteen. Uh, 2011, 96 catches, 1,681 yards, 16 touchdowns. And then his 2012 year where he almost had 2,000 yards, 122 for 1,964, but he only had five touchdowns that year, interestingly enough. 
And then he followed that up with an 84-14-92 with 12 touchdowns. So that stretch of those three years, he was terrific. In the last two years, you know, 1,000 yards on 71 catches and then 12-14 on 88, you know, basically what Brandon Cooks did this year for the Texans. So nothing special. So a three-year stretch where he was great. I mean. Okay, here's my question. How many years like those three years did Torrey Holt have? I'd have to go back and look at his year by year. You should. But, but I mean, I'm not comparing him to Torrey Holt. I'm, t- I'm making a case against him for the Hall of Fame because you're talking about how great his numbers were. They really weren't. Calvin Johnson had 83 touchdowns in an eight-year career. 83. Yeah. Uh, for, for reference, in an uh, 11-year career, Torrey Holt had 74. Okay. That's less in yeah, three I, more years. Like, Andre Johnson. I, I'm not arguing Andre Johnson. Uh, well, that's a, saying, that's such a Johnson's false comparison. Andre another guy that, that people could say should be in the Hall of Fame. 14-year career, 70 touchdowns. Calvin Johnson did more in eight years than Andre Johnson did in 14 on the, touchdowns alone, that one stat. Let's let's oh, you, let's keep like, it fair. Okay, let's keep it fair then, and let's like let's let's add these things up and figure out yards per year, receptions per year, touchdowns per year. And I guarantee Calvin Johnson takes a dump on Torrey Holt. I guarantee he takes mm. a dump on Andre Johnson. Um, I, I just gave you the yards. They're not that impressive, except for a three-year stretch. Eleven thousand six hundred and nineteen yards in eight years. Yeah. Let's do some math. Aaron, you have a calculator in there? Can you math it up for us? Sure. All right. Let's do 11,619 divided by 8. That can't be right. What is it? 1,452. That is right. Shockingly, that is correct. Is 1,452 yards a good average year for a receiver? I would believe so. We would take. Uh, I mean, I'm and, no and, and now can, again, context though. He had three years that we went over that were world class so, okay, years. So three out, years. Out of nine, the rest of them were very average. Well, well it, that's depending on. So what that you skewers it. Average. It skewers it when you're only doing. So when you seasons. do God mode for three years, one thousand four hundred fifty-two. We just decided was a great average year. Yeah, he did that for five years in a row for between uh, two thousand and two thousand four, or no, not two thousand two thousand four, no. but he, like. That's that's he. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to Tory Holt's yardage. Okay, let's do Tory Holt. Right? Did you write down that number? I can. Fourteen fifty-two a year. Write that down. Now let's do Tory Holt. Thirteen thousand three hundred eighty-two divided by eleven. One thousand two hundred sixteen. Is that more or less? Well, again, let's let's less. let's look at the context of what he did year by year. Okay. Uh, first year in St. Louis, much like Calvin Johnson, 52 for 788, six touchdowns. That's very, very pedestrian. In in 2000, he had a 1,635-yard year. Yep. Six touchdowns. He had two years in his career where he beat Calvin Johnson's average season. He also had a (laughs) – but he had a six-year run as – where where he had as good a numbers as Calvin Johnson as opposed to a three year run. No, because he was six touchdowns, seven touchdowns. Yeah, he was four also thirteen hundred yards, ninety one catches, one hundred and seventeen catches for sixteen ninety six. Twice he had over sixteen hundred yards receiving 
and uh, in, in that stretch, we so, went, did, so did Calvin Johnson. Uh, yeah, and, and in one of those years, he had nineteen hundred sixty-four. It did, and he only had five touchdowns that year. Yep, and the year before he had sixteen. How many sixteen touchdown years did Torrey Holt have? I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm not trying to argue Torrey Holt on here. I'm just telling you, Calvin Johnson's numbers are not that impressive. But I don't understand. How, how, we just decided that they are. No, we didn't decide that. We decided he had a three-year run that was as good as any receivers had in a long time. Is that good enough to get him in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if Torrey Holt should get in because he had a he was pretty good for a long no, time. I wasn't, did, did I make a you, case? You, no. The whole you said I wanted to talk more about Torrey. Holt. Yeah, not because because it, it has nothing to do with Calvin Johnson. You turned it into that. I wanted to talk about Torrey Holt in terms of Andre Johnson because if you're not going to put Torrey Holt in. You can't put Andre Johnson in. Andre, that's Johnson, where Andre Johnson doesn't belong in the conversation with these guys, to be honest. Well, that, that's where I was going. It has nothing to do with Calvin Johnson. I just I, I, I don't I don't put either one of them in. I think in retrospect, uh, even though I I mean Calvin Johnson visually very dominant, had some great years, but overall his career wasn't as impressive. And you know you can't you can't just say well if he kept playing because he didn't. I, I think that's crazy talk. That his career wasn't very impressive. It, no, it, it wasn't. It's not nearly as impressive as you're trying to make it sound. He he had a three-year stretch where he was the best receiver in the game. Is that enough to get him in the Hall of Fame? I think he had more than a three-year stretch. Oh, okay. Well, I disagree. Well, all right. Yeah. I, I, I and, and he had one historic season. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, it, it, back-to-back historic seasons. Like, I mean, the year before, he caught almost 100 balls and like 1,700 yards. So it, it, yeah, hundred catches is is good. I mean, but it, it it's still how many guys were doing that in twenty eleven though? Um, I have to go back and look. Probably a bunch. Well, I don't think I mean, so. What Marvin Harrison and those guys? I mean, if, um, or Reggie Wayne, I guess was probably doing that. Anybody that was playing with Peyton Manning was getting hundred catches. Yeah. So now he was also playing with Peyton Manning, right? And, and you can you can make that argument, but I mean, I just don't think he's a slam dunk. Do you I twenty eleven? Yeah. Where'd, uh, where'd Calvin rank in Calvin receptions? Johnson had 96 catches in 2011. He was fourth. Jimmy Graham had 99. Roddy White had 100. And Wes Welker had 122. Okay. Wes Welker. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Um, and Gronk had 90 in fifth place. Well, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but look, look at who was throwing them the ball. Right. Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. And Jimmy. Oh, Drew Brees. Forgot about him. Yeah, Drew Brees. He's okay. Yeah. But no, I, I, I just, uh, I mean, I didn't mean to turn this into a Calvin Johnson thing. I just think that, yeah, if, I think Calvin Johnson needed a couple more years. I really do. And then I wouldn't have any problem with it. Um, but, you know, I also think, as Palillo likes to say, attendance is part of the grade. Yeah. And if you stick around and play a few more years, I think, you know, it's, it's a lock. I think Larry Fitzgerald has made himself a lock by playing as long as he has. I, I, would you have put him in when Andre Johnson retired if he quit at the same time? I mean, I knew at the time Larry Fitzgerald was he, he Larry Fitzgerald was a better player than Andre Johnson. I agree. Uh, but Calvin Johnson was a better player than Andre Johnson. But now Larry Fitzgerald's numbers, like this, this, I mean, because he's played sixteen seasons, so the stat piling has like I think Larry Fitzgerald might be second all time in in receptions now. I, I, he's up there, but I think he might be the guy behind Jerry Rice now. Um, but I I think yeah I think I mean Larry Fitzgerald probably would have been a Hall of Famer either way, but I guess the question I ask myself is: Was Larry Fitzgerald at his best as good as 
Calvin Johnson at his best? To me, the answer is no. Um, Larry Fitzgerald just did no, it longer. No, his his best season was basically Calvin Johnson's average yardage season. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald is very consistent and very solid. I, I, I'm not trying to belittle him. He He's great, and he will be a Hall of Famer. But to and, me, I, I, I guess I just... Like the Sandy Koufax effect. At some point, like even if it's a short burst and you're so great, and really the Hall of Fame set the precedent by putting Terrell Davis in. Yeah, well, who really had two good uh, years right. ever. Now, here's here's where, agree, where I will agree with you. If you're putting Terrell Davis in, which I would not have done by the way, right. then yeah, you can make you, then Calvin Johnson should go in there. But Terrell Davis, no one would ever argue, even in his best years, that like, oh, Terrell Davis is one of the five best running backs that's ever played. Like you, you can't make that argument. You know. He had two seasons that were among the best ever. Sure, that's it. Um, we just pointed out that Calvin Johnson did yeah, that. Well, it, that's a better argument. If you want to make the argument that if Terrell Davis is in, then Calvin Johnson belongs in, I'll buy that. But that wasn't where I wanted to go with this. I wanted to. Well, I, I ruined to, your I, plan. I wanted to poo-poo on Andre Johnson's hopes. Uh, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one thousand yard seasons, but. The last three years, 69 for 734, 75 for 804, um, 54 for 409. And It's funny. You say he had 9,000-yard seasons? Yeah. Calvin Johnson had seven. That's not as many as nine. No, it's not. But he had seven, and he had a year where he got 984. So, <laughs> um. And in Fitzgerald's defense, I mean, he had Kurt Warner for a while. He had Carson Palmer yep. for a while. But he also had a bunch of homeless dudes throwing to him for a while. So, and he made it to a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. All right. Quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz, and we were just talking on the uh, on Twitch about how, you know, short-time guys who make the Hall of Fame. And I just I had just said I wouldn't have any of those guys that, that had short careers Fred said he would not put Earl Campbell in the Hall of Fame. And now everybody's mad. I'm not saying I'm going to go tell John McClain. Everybody should really? know. I can't Fred believe thinks. he's, but he's in, and, and he is a Hall of Famer because he's in. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, I I would have a higher standard. And Aaron brought up a great point. That doesn't sell tickets for the Hall of Fame game. Nobody's going to Canton, yeah. with a fam- for a family trip or a guys trip every couple of years to see. Oh, hey, they put one guy in. And, and since the last time we were here in 2011, but I'm not saying like every defensive end has to be Reggie White or Bruce Smith, but those guys are Hall of Famers, period, and. You know, does Jared Allen belong in the same Hall of Fame as those guys? And I mean, I know that's not fair to say because that's two of the best. Yeah, but I mean that—that's the kind of guys that would be in my Hall of Fame. There'd probably be about thirty people in there, at most. There wouldn't be any punters, sorry, or kickers, except eh. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker not not going to make it. Sorry. What? Sorry. Your Hall of Fame's a sham. <laughs> my Hall of Fame. Oh, because I have standards. 
Excuse me. I mean, what a ridiculous thing to say. Oh, yeah, Justin Tucker, the greatest player ever in the NFL. No, He's stop. not in. Stop it. So He's not even young Hoku. <laughs> this might be, you might both laugh me out of the room for this part, but this is the argument I was making when you were making the, you know, Calvin Johnson had those three years where he was unbelievably dominant. Had he, you know, he had those major three years. Had J.J. Watt retired in 2017 and he had those three great years where he was undoubtedly the best defensive lineman in the game, would he have been a Hall of Famer at that point? I think he's, yeah, I think that's... After those three years alone? I think so, because those were, you know... That and, was where I, I didn't know yeah. who, where everybody falls. And, and, and that's the thing. I think him hanging around hasn't helped his case. I think Calvin could have helped his case more by hanging around. And if he just hung around and had mediocre years, well, if he'd had an, another you know twelve hundred yard season or something like that, where suddenly you know you're you're talking about a guy who's top five in a nine year season, it's a lot easier case to make. But um, I mean, we also think about JJ getting hurt a lot and having mediocre years. It was just two years ago that he had sixteen sacks in sixteen games. Yeah, and and uh, and also we're talking about a different position. And well, we're also talking. about... J.J. Watts played less games in his career than Calvin Johnson did. Yeah. Yet somehow J.J. Watt is a stone-cold, lead-pipe, first-ballot lock. But many, Calvin Johnson's a maybe. How many Defensive Player of the Year awards? I mean, uh, and at a much more difficult position to put up numbers. I, I don't think that's an apples-to-apples. Apples. Um, well, if I mean, you're saying the knock on Calvin Johnson is how, many, how long he played... At then, a, well, but let's go back to... At a position that's very competitive to get in. Okay. I mean, that's that's the problem. That's why the whole Torrey Holt thing came up. That's why the Andre Johnson thing comes up. That's why we're talking Larry Fitzgerald. It's when you start getting into arguing for those guys, you're picking out the stats you like best to argue for your guy. Yeah. Uh, defensive end's a different animal. Yeah. That's a that's a much... Yeah, anybody who does. I mean, how many? How many three-time defensive player of the years have there been? No, in I mean he's incredible. I, and I'm, yeah. I'm not. It making was, a, it was incredible. Let's. Not, I'm, I'm not making an argument against. Well, listen, on this team this year, he was incredible. <laughs> he tied. He tied for the team lead in interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Rain asked, "With would, one, would Breeze make your Hall of Fame?" Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, my, my quarterback list is going to be shorter than most, but right now, both Brady and Breeze are Hall of Famers, and, and I'd like to have and Aaron Rodgers. I'd like him to win another one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is about, think, he's about I, to win his third MVP. Yeah, I, I, but I'd like him to win another Super Bowl because quarterback, especially, you have to make a uh, Warren Moon's in the freaking Hall of Fame. Uh, but see, here's here's my favorite. I don't want to dog Warren, but the whole argument that it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame and they used his CFL numbers. Yeah, and he won five titles in the CFL. Jim Kelly was a uh, USFL legend, so I guess you're right. Mm, yeah, <laughs> poor Jim Kelly had his has beat up here. He had like no offensive line in front of him. He dropped back 60 times a game and gets sacked 10 times. But, but in a world where guys like Eli Manning is going to get in, it would be a sh- it would be a total sham if Aaron Rodgers didn't get in, you know, even if he does I, only finish with one Super Bowl win. I mean I don't know. I mean, he'll it it kind of depends on you know, this gets back to me again. I think he's in, but it's 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 borderline. I'd like to see him do a little bit more in terms of winning. I mean, I'd like to see another Super Bowl because Peyton Manning, I, I think, was such a great regular season guy that he was going to get in with one Super Bowl. I think Drew Brees gets in with one Super Bowl. I guess Rodgers. And see, I think the knock on Brees, he's never won the MVP. I think he got screwed a couple times. Uh, and I think Rodgers got the benefit of the doubt on at least one of his. But yeah, I guess, I guess you have to put Rodgers in. 
That's I mean, Steve Young got in with one Super Bowl. Uh, I, and I listen, I don't know that Steve Young had the career to be a Hall of Famer. He might not have, but like when you watch Steve Young, the eye test, you say, damn, Steve Young was great. He, he was. He also had some crap years in Tampa. Um, I would not have put Steve Young in. Okay. My, my, and see, like somebody asked, what about Big Ben? Well, guess what? He'll be in. He'll make it because he won two Super Bowls. Never once was Big Ben the best player, best quarterback in the league. Or even really in the discussion for it. But he won three Super Bowls. Two. Two Super Bowls, yeah. Multiple Super Bowls gets you in. And Eli probably gets in with his two Super Bowls. But in my world, I'm, I'm, I'm only taking from this era, Breeze, Brady, Rogers. Okay, Manning. Manning, I guess count. Well, Manning's already yeah, up now. Yeah, he's he, he's in. We yeah. might as well just consider him in. Other than that, like Kurt <laughs> Warner wouldn't have made it. No, I wouldn't have put Kurt Warner either. But but, but again, I, I'm know, using a different standard. I'm using a standard where these yeah. guys the best in the league at their position for a sustained amount of time. I mean, I and think, you can argue those guys because they went back and forth. I think after those three guys, the the next guy who's getting close to that is going to be Russell Wilson. Agreed. But I think he still has a lot more to go. What do you think about guys like Philip Rivers? No, Philip Rivers has been really good for a long time. Yeah, it's not I don't hall. know that that makes him a Hall of Famer. It's another thing Charlie says. Not the Hall of really good. Yeah, uh, I mean, no. and I believe that. Now, I mean, if Philip Rivers had the two Super Bowls that Eli Manning has, it wouldn't even be a discussion. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, to me, um, especially in a pass happy era, he's been really good, but not a Hall of Famer. So basically, there needs to be two wings of the Hall of Fame. The eye test Hall of Fame and the resume Hall of Fame. That's what I'm for. <laughs> Let's talk to Lamont. Hello, Lamont. Hey, man, man. I'm really loving this conversation right now, man, because me and my friends have been going back and forth about a particular team, uh, about a particular team uh, that I'm talking about the Patriots. They had a two-decade run, and I think it's pretty freaking, uh, freaking uh, amazing that over me, when when people ask me uh, about how many Hall of Famers was on that team, uh, I mean, we look at the Steel Curtain, we look at the Dallas Cowboys, we look at the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers, and those guys got tons of people in there, and they stretches was only like three to four years. The Steelers are working on 20 years, and, and when I'm trying to think of Hall of Famers for the Patriots, of course, it's Brady, uh, uh I'm guessing they're going to end up putting Brewski in there and uh, McGinnis, uh, uh, but but outside of that, man, you... Richard Richard Seymour is on the list now. I'm sorry? Richard Seymour is on the ballot this year. Okay. uh, In other words, all I'm saying is, for for as long as the run uh, the Patriots had, it's it's, it's amazing. I can't think of more players that should be Hall of Famers on that team. And that's all I think I had, though. Yeah, Randy I, Moss, well, but I that mean, was, was a, a short for what two years. That yeah, was a short. Ty run. Law, Ty Law is probably he, he just made conference. it right. Yeah, uh, I, I thought Richard Seymour was really good, but again, not for a long enough time for me to to put him in. Um, I don't know if Teddy Bruschi was that great. I mean, they've they've had a lot of really good players over the years. Yeah, Gronk, I still think has uh, has work to do. Gronk will get in because he's he's. The most dominant is at his position, really. That maybe that it's ever been. He kind of changed the position. I, uh, him and I guess Jimmy Graham, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, and Antonio Gates too. I mean, yeah, the Antonio guy had Gates. a long, really good career. Tight ends are hard for me to judge because, and especially because Gronk has Super Bowls. 
Yeah, I, I think he'll he'll get that look, Jason Witten. But he'll get in, even though he's just a, a total stat compiler. Are you saying he's Craig Biggio? He's he, he is. How Craig dare Biggio. you, sir? How Jason, dare you? Jason Witten is Craig Biggio. Hmm. All right, I mean that in the most respectful way. <laughs> um, we're gonna take a quick break. Only one segment to go. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz, 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 Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. And let's wrap things away. Wrap things up the way we do every Wednesday. We uh, honor those who have passed away during the past week. Not necessarily the past week. Could be a different year. Uh, let's see. Tanya Roberts, who... Almost died, and then... Yeah, that was my HMFT yesterday. Uh, that, you know, you should be able to know if somebody's dead or not. That yeah, There's breathing and not breathing. But uh, anyway, Tanya Roberts did pass away. Go watch the Beastmaster, her in that little skimpy outfit. If that doesn't give you some uh, material, then... Uh, you yeah. don't have a pulse. Sonny Bono, well, neither does she now. Sonny Bono, 1998, uh, from Sonny and Cher, died skiing tree got in the way yeah yeah he was tremendous uh let's see looking at sports figures uh that no good paul westfall uh passed away this week yeah 70 years old solid player probably better known as a, a coach yeah yeah he did the the wide open offense there uh let's see don wilson 1975 did at the age of 29 from carbon monoxide poisoning former astro I once went. I once went to the Don Wilson pitching camp when I was. Oh, really? A kid, yeah. Look at you. Yeah, and you, you amounted to nothing. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> but you know what? Don well, Wilson was a terrible coach. Long, longer career than Don Wilson. Oh, uh, but not a Hall of Fame career. Uh, 1988, Pistol Pete Maravich dies of heart failure at 40. I always remembered that because I remember him. He was playing pickup basketball, and he told his friends as he was leaving he'd never felt better in his life, and then he died of a heart attack when he drove off. So that's why I never say, I've never felt better in my life. As good as I felt today after getting that negative test, not going to say it because I'm going to walk out of this room and just drop dead of a heart attack. Fred did say he was smelling better than ever. Yeah, uh, my, my sense of smell improved. He's like Spider-Man. Like, he's got magic smell now. Now I can smell the whiskey. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have a couple of dead presidents. 1933, Calvin Coolidge. Number 30. Okay. Who greater career? Calvin Johnson, Calvin Coolidge. Um, they both went for about the same amount of time. <laughs> 23 to 29 for Calvin better, Coolidge. Who had better stats, though? Uh, let's see. 20s, uh, that would have been after World War One. That's when the Depression came. No forward pass, though. Uh, yeah, they ran the ball a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Coolidge. 
So, uh, really? but he's oh. he's not a Hall of Famer either. All right. Uh, also, a better nickname, Megatron. Better than Megatron is a Hall of Fame nickname. Yeah. How about nineteen nineteen? What was Calvin Coolidge's nickname? Uh, dead president. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. You know what though? Here's a Hall of Famer, Theodore Roosevelt. Now that's a good one. Yeah. Nineteen nineteen is when he passed away. All right. Let's see. Uh, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Silent Cal. Okay, Megatron greater than Silent. <laughs> Silent Cal should be Cal McNair's name. I think we should start calling him that. We can't because it's already, he's already uh, Damn. How are you a silent guy and get to be president? Silent Cal. <laughs> I wish we... Man, what if we had silent presidents now? How much greater would it be? <laughs> How did he not have... The refrigerator was invented in 1834. How did they not call him the refrigerator? I don't know. That would have screwed William Perry, though. Oh, it would have. <laughs> yeah, because once you get it... But with the last name Coolidge... That's I would have called him Icebox or the Refrigerator. I think it's hard. Was to he get really? Was he a great big fat? Person? No, he was okay. pretty slim. I, I think know. it's hard to be elected president if your nickname is the Refrigerator or the or the Icebox. <laughs> People don't take you all that seriously. Um, all right, here we go. Jack Ruby in 1967, the assassin who killed Lee Harvey Oswald. Dies of a pulmonary embolism at 55, unless you believe the conspiracy theories that he was silenced to keep him from uh, revealing the true killer. Who will ever know? Uh, I don't know, but if you watch JFK or... No, have you ever watched the movie Ruby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're killing me! They're killing me! Well, they succeeded. All right, uh, here's your best deaths. 1972, Roberto Clemente died in a plane crash at 38. Um, David Stern... January 1st, 2020. Started off 2020 with a bang. Brain hemorrhage at the age of 77. Uh, 2019, Mean Gene Okerlund, dead at 76. Uh, 2015, Stuart Scott, dead at 49. And 1939, Amelia Earhart uh, disappeared over the Pacific Ocean. She could still be alive, Eh. technically. Women drivers. (laughs) All right. Uh, here's your here's your porn stars. Uh, we Amelia go. Earhart. No, no, dude. I would so be in on Amelia Earhart porn. Oh, her. I'm trying to think of a way to make her name pornographic mm. that's still safe for Aaron. I got nothing. <laughs> Show me your propeller, big fella. All right, uh, porn stars. 2009, 53 years. Amelia old. Spare Part. Uh, well, no. <sighs> I don't know. Did she show you to the blank pit? Uh, um, Amelia Earhart. That's hot, no? No, no. no. <laughs> Not unless you're into that kind of crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All I'm right. going to play this entire segment of stupid stuff. <laughs> this makes my job really easy for Friday. Okay, here's your porn stars. Uh, 2009, Erica Boyer, 53 years old, died from... Brain aneurysm. Hit by a car as a pedestrian. Okay. Walking across the street. Boom. Yeah. Uh, 1998, Dana Douglas, 34 years old. Uh, suicide. A gunshot to the chest. I'm going to give it to you just because it doesn't say who Potential. shot her. Potential. She might have just walked right into it. Uh, okay. 2008, Annie Ample, 57. That's a great name. That is a good name. Amelia Amplehart. That thing. Uh, yeah. I like it. Uh, uh, what, how, what year or how old was she? 57 years old. Mm, let's go. What year? 2008. 
Let's go uh, heart attack. Uh, complications from multiple sclerosis. Maybe that caused a heart attack. I'll Maybe. give you the point. All right. Very close. Uh, 2017, Lonnie Evans, 26. Drug overdose. Death unknown. That's a point. Thank you. Uh, Terry Diver in 2001. Suicide. Uh, prescription drug overdose. I'm going to go with suicide. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. And uh, 1985, Bodiel jo- Johnson. 1985? 1985, Bodiel Johnson. Doesn't have an age. Oh, that makes it tough. 1985, my gut instinct is heroin or a cocaine overdose, but let's go with causes unknown. Uh, close enough. Cirrhosis of the liver due to alcoholism. Bingo. So there you go. You just missed the first one that got hit by the car. That was a tough one. It was. Credit. Yeah, getting, getting hit by a car for porn star is pretty rare. So Unless it was an angry ex-pimp. So I think she retired by that point. Maybe. I hope not. There's there's a market for older ooh, ladies. Ooh, Amelia Airtight mm-hmm. from Cleveland, from Cincinnati. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, fun show. Man, it's so good to be back. Hopefully, uh, you know what? I'm just going to test negative every day so I feel like this. Do it, man. Niners, Greg, I know you guys are keep to, to sports with all that's going on. Um, you know, damn, this is crazy. Don't ignore what's happening. Promote peace, please. Guys, uh, you know what? I... You know, I, I I don't really have anything we to add. Are for peace? Yeah, uh, I like the idea of people living together and getting along. Unfortunately, nothing I say is going to make any difference to what's yeah. going on there. So, and we can we can do that here. And you know, we just want you to come here and be entertained and get your mind off that crap for a while. So, all right, that is going to wrap you it up. The Beavis and Butthead version of this. Much better than Sonny and Cher, to be honest. Mm. I'm sure there's a metal version of this somewhere, too. All right. Aaron, great job. Hoffman, great job. Thanks for the whiskey. Twitchers, great job today. Texters, great job. It's a pleasure doing business with everybody today. We'll be back tomorrow. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. SportsMapBets.com is live. Stay up to date with betting guides for this week's NFL and college football action. Or check out SportsMapBets research tools and keep the lead in your fantasy league. SportsMapBets.com has all the info you need to make the best play.